Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of The Tap. I'm your host, author Andrew Hess, and today we got a lot to cover, actually. Uh, starting, this is uh, it's just, it's, it's a lot that we're going to have to go over. Um, we're going to actually kick it all off with the news that broke yesterday. Vince McMahon retiring from the WWE. So we already knew he was forced to step down as CEO and chairman of the board. That wasn't some storyline. It was because of the, the whole allegations that were being made against him. More allegations have come about, which we've covered on the show already. Now, all of a sudden, Vince McMahon retires. He announced his retirement yesterday. The co-CEOs of the company are going to be Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan. Nick Khan is not somebody that we really think is going to do well for the company. But I feel like Stephanie McMahon and her husband, Paul Levesque, uh, a.k.a. Triple H, will have the better interest and better um, vision for WWE moving forward. Now, there's already been some mixed reactions when it comes to Vince McMahon announcing his retirement. Many of the wrestlers have all have expressed their sentiments and thanking Vince for his contributions to wrestling and how he basically made them. And I will not take any of that away. Then you have someone like Gerald Briscoe, who still remains in favorable speaking of Vince McMahon, saying, you know, forgetting a not forgetting about what he, what he's did, what he, what the allegations are, are reprehensible. But that's up to the board to and their investigation to decide whether or not what's going on. But saying how fans cheering and celebrating the fact that Vince is gone is like is so disgusting and disrespectful. To a degree, he's right. It, it, it can be viewed as disrespectful. The problem with it all that Gerald Briscoe does not seem to understand is that Vince McMahon is also, he's done so much for the, for the industry, for the whole wrestling world. There would, there would be no wrestling industry the way that it is today without Vince McMahon. I completely agree. But what he fails to realize is that Vince McMahon has been holding the WWE back for years now because everything has to be what he wants it to be. He would take some creative ideas from people, but for the most part, he liked this childish, nonsensical crap that we've been dealing with for a while. We've been dealing with him holding back younger talent in favor of the people who've been making him money all these years. And that's part of the problem. I mean, how many, how much amazing talent had been held back and 
also let go because Vince didn't see them as a main eventer. He didn't see them drawing him money. So he either kept them pigeonholed into a mid-card position or a jobber or just let them go altogether. So for a lot of the fans who are celebrating, they're, they're not celebrating the fact that Vince is gone. They're not sitting here and discrediting what he's done for the industry. What they're saying is that, thank God he's gone because then the younger talent, people who did not have a chance to showcase their real ability in WWE, where their dream has always been was to get to WWE a main event WrestleMania or, you know, become champion in WWE. Those dreams had not been realized by so many people because Vince McMahon didn't see it that way. So with him gone, maybe this childish gimmicky bullshit that we've been uh, spoon fed and literally shoved down our throats for the last few years will stop. And these younger talent will be able to finally thrive. That's what they're that's what they're saying. That's the point that Gerald Briscoe is missing. Now, I for one, I, I I'm I'm in a mixed review on this because I do see that way, and I understand that way, and I support that decision that Vince needed to step down. I've been saying it for years, Vince needed to step down before all these allegations were ever made. I said it for years that in order for the WWE to become successful again, Vince needs to go. And it's the truth. Well, we're, now we're going to have our opportunity to see how successful it could be. But I do want to also go ahead and thank Vince McMahon because without Vince McMahon, there is no WrestleMania. Vince McMahon literally just, he had a dream. He wanted to be part of the wrestling industry for so long, and his father was the one who owned it. And his father wanted him to have nothing to do with it, with the WWE, or at the time, the WWF. And Vince was able to get the company from his father. And Vince turned it into this global phenomenon that we all know now. He created WrestleMania. He helped create Hulkamania. He helped put everybody on the map. Because you heard Brutus the Barber Beefcake. You heard of Greg Valentine. You've heard of Roddy Roddy Piper. You've heard of Harley Race. You heard of so many names throughout the years. And many of them were known through the territories. But they did not become a global name. They did not become a regular household name across the entire nation until they had worked for the WWF, WWE, whatever you want to call it. He made them a household name. You wouldn't have a Stone Cold Steve Austin 
if it wasn't for Vince McMahon. You wouldn't have The Rock without Vince McMahon. You wouldn't have John Cena without Vince McMahon. And I take no credit, I, I take nothing away from those actual wrestlers. Steve Austin, The Rock, John Cena, all the wrestlers that I've named, they really made those gimmicks shine. But Vince was the one who gave them the opportunity to put it on a global platform to make them household names. So for that, and for what Vince was able to pull off during the Attitude Era and putting WCW out of business, I think Vince McMahon did a great job over the years. But I do think his time has gone well beyond that point. And he should have been he should have stepped down years ago. And now we can finally see what WWE and the wrestling industry will be like post Vince McMahon. Now on another story related to this one, we had heard Brock Lesnar had walked out of the arena after hearing the news of Vince McMahon retiring. And something along the lines well of well if he's gone, I'm not I'm not going to stick around. I'm gone too. And he left. He was scheduled to be at SmackDown, and he walked away. Now, from what the reports are saying, that there was a bunch of talks going on, trying to convince Brock Lesnar to come back. They had rewritten the script. They eventually did get Brock Lesnar back to to the arena, and they had him come out at the very end of SmackDown, which we're going to cover, because we're going to get into the SmackDown recap in just a minute. But this all happening for that brief moment put everybody on the edge of their seats going, well, what's going to happen with SummerSlam? Because it's supposed to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the Undisputed Universal Championship. Well, thankfully, we had Brock Lesnar come to his senses or someone make him come to his senses and come back to the building. So it looks like that match is still going to happen. I'm assuming Roman Reigns is still going to win and keep the championship at this point. But it becomes now what will happen of Brock Lesnar. Will he still wrestle for the WWE? Or is he just going to be done after this and ride out the rest of his contract? We'll have to see. Now let's get into the SmackDown coverage. Because, truthfully, it's more or less the same as last week. Again, and I really didn't like this. Uh, You open up the show with Stephanie McMahon coming out and basically just kind of getting the fans to say thank you, Vince, uh, confirming his retirement from the company and everything. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to some of the other things um, because my next segment would have been also dealing with the main event, so I'm going to hold off on that just yet. Um, And I'm going to just kind of group things all together. Um, 
you had a Liv Morgan Ronda Rousey promo, basically saying that, basically them sitting backstage, telling each other that they're going to win at SummerSlam. Baron Corbin attacks Pat McAfee while he was doing commentary, leading into a big brawl. And then Pat McAfee comes out to the ring and cuts a promo on Corbin. The Viking Raiders get the win over Shanky and Jinder Mahal by countout after they threw Jinder Mahal into the New Day. Um, the and the other thing that annoys me is you have the announcer calling the Viking Raiders when they're when they're saying it. It's the new and more vicious Viking Raiders. I, I can't stand the way that they're that they're doing these announcing now. It's just ridiculous. Uh, Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville have a quick promo backstage where he tells her that she has a match against Raquel uh, Rodriguez. Raquel gets the win over Sonya Deville. We have a, Mac, uh, a Drew McIntyre Sheamus promo uh, in the ring, and Sheamus says that he will not wrestle Drew McIntyre this week. It's going to be held again until next week. Um and the sword is going to be banned from ringside, but they're going to have a good old-fashioned Downingbrook match um, where shillelaghs are involved. So it's essentially a shillelagh match, but just no disqualification. And the winner of this gets to face the undisputed Universal Champion at Clash at the Clash at the Castle, I think it's called. And it's the UK pay-per-view that they're going to be doing. Um, Lacey Evans comes out, cuts another promo. She's supposed to have a match against Aaliyah, but again, just brushes her off and then sucker punches Aaliyah and lays her out and then walks out. We have Jeff Jarrett cutting a promo about the tag team title match that he's going to be refereeing. Then we have Maxine Dupree, Max Dupree's sister. And this is Sophia from NXT. As soon as I saw her, I was like, wow. I'm like, I know her. Um, it just kind of caught me off guard because she's supposed to be with Robert Stone and uh, Von Wagner in NXT, and apparently she's getting called up to the main roster. Um, so we're going to see how that all pans out now. We have... Ludwig Kaiser getting the win over Shinsuke Nakamura due to outside interference from Gunther. So that was that puts us at three matches so far. So we had a total of four matches for the entire night because uh, you had Street Profits come out and cut a promo, which brought out Austin Theory, which brought out the Usos. Everyone starts brawling. Madcap Moss gets involved. It becomes a six-man tag for the main event match. Uh, Street Profits and Riddick Moss or Madcap Moss get the win over Theory and the Usos by disqualification when Austin Theory just starts hitting Madcap Moss with the Money in the Bank briefcase and then eventually Brock Lesnar comes out and destroys Austin Theory to end the show. So again, it's pretty much the same format, the same stuff as last week, nothing new. Uh, different variations of matches that we've been kind of going through. Same thing with the promos. There's really nothing new. And this is this is what's disappointing about SmackDown because you have so much talent on that roster 
and it's the same stuff. We're not even getting matches. I mean, we're not even getting good quality matches. I mean, Kaiser and Shinsuke Nakamura was a good match. The Viking Raiders, Shanky, and Jinder, we've seen this match already a couple weeks ago. Now it's being done with a count-out victory. I mean, Viking Raiders could have destroyed any other tag team. I know that they're in a kind of like a weird feud with the New Day, Shanky, and Jinder, and, but it really made no sense. Raquel and Sonya Deville was a, was a decent match. Um, but I wasn't really... I mean, that was probably the only one that was on the show that was different than anything else. And then Street Profits, Madcap Moss, Theory, and Usos is just another variation of what they've been doing. Theory's been getting involved with the the bloodline. The Street Profits have been feuding with the bloodline. Madcap Moss has been starting to feud with Austin Theory. It's just different variations of everything. So I'm really hoping that they have a much different format after SummerSlam and they start actually building up some of the talent. But that is going to be it for our show today. Uh, we have a lot more that's going to be happening this weekend. We still have the AEW Rampage recap to go through. We have ROH Death Before Dishonor tonight, um, which more matches were apparently announced uh, that we're going to have to get into when we get to it, I guess. Um, th there's just so much that's going on. So continue to stay tuned uh, to our show for any late-breaking news for our recaps and just good old wrestling coverage until next time i am author andrew hess and this has been the tap <laughs>